Yo, <laughs> we are here and I am excited. We're about to get this thing going. Wait, Nick, you ready? Yeah, I'm just waiting for a moment where I can jump in. I know, dude. It's like double yeah. dutch. You ever play double dutch? I, we've been over this. Well, okay. Well, I don't remember because I don't remember most of the stuff you say. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, how you doing today, buddy? Oh, well, you just... Oh, you just answered that, didn't you? Yes. See, okay. I want cool. to make a Pixar reference, but I have a feeling that's going to be lost on everybody. It probably will. You got to know your audience. So today we're about to have a blast. This episode, as you know, it's a new show, yet it's the same. Yes. This is funny how life works as an adoptive parent. You may be asking yourself, what could I learn about life from an adoptive parent? We about to find out. Yo, so there you go. And we's back. When I say we's. I mean, like from the Jeffersons. Remember the Jeffersons? Yeah, Wheezy. Yeah, Wheezy. He know all the references, man. Did you watch any non-black TV shows when you were a, sure. a little white kid? Yeah. Were you ever a little white kid? You six, seven. Yeah, I was tiny at one point. Well, yeah, we all were. Like, exactly. at first. When yeah. you were with your dad, yeah. You were hanging out there, swimming really, <laughs> really quickly, apparently. <laughs> you were fast. Are you like the same height as, what's the Olympic swimmer dude name? Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Y'all don't like the same height, right? I don't know. I have no idea how tall he is. How tall is Michael Phelps? Uh, can you find out for us? Akila is the one. She is the producer of this thing. She's going to find out. I'm going to say he probably six. He's pretty tall, dude. Like He's he, easy over six foot. He's pretty tall. I thought he was like six three or something. Nah, he's not six three. Well, how tall is he? Six four. See? Damn. <laughs> he's six four. You six seven. My bad. Man, I missed it by an can't inch. swim. His wingspan is six seven. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. why he's a good swimmer. This is not funny. How Would you like to know his shoe size? No. Nope. <laughs> no desire whatsoever. Got to be real. Here's what I'm excited about, though. I'm excited about this episode. Really, really excited. Let's talk about the non-sponsor sponsors, though. Yes. What is a non-sponsor sponsor for those who are listening? Should we do a sponsor? Here's the thing about podcasting. We don't really follow the regular rules, mainly because we don't know what they are. I wasn't sure if they're actually rules or they're more like guidelines. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what happened in high school for you, buddy. That's why they told you, hey- Maybe try homeschooling. Remember when your principal had that conversation with you? No. He was like, my parents weren't together when I was in high school. So yeah, well, it's all null and void. That, at that this could point. be part of the reason too. <laughs> Man, I'm just going to dog on Nick today. My no. self-esteem is at an all-time high, everybody. Thank you very much. Nick is, in he, as you know, flowers. Nick, you know how I feel about you because I tell you all the time. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Why do you say yes? If I have any doubts, I can just go back and listen to episode 17. That is true. You guys should also listen to episode 17 <laughs> as well. Yes. Because it's a great episode. It's a fantastic episode. Easy okay. top 17. All right. So let's do the non-sponsor sponsor. A non-sponsor sponsor, it's an organization that is just really kind of dope. And we talk about them because they're dope. As opposed to they had to pay us. We're not getting paid. Yeah. Not, getting paid, not getting paid though. So who's a non-sponsor sponsor? Nick, I bet you don't know who the non-sponsor sponsor is. I bet you have no idea. I probably don't. Oh, well, that was easy. Yeah, no, I was, was going to try. I, was I, gonna bet, do. I bet you really creep most women out. I bet you do. Well, considering them six foot seven, I have a beard and I'm very eloquent with my speech. It freaks people out all the time. Speaking of which, ladies, in case you didn't know, we've set up an email address for Nicholas, who actually is a pretty handsome guy. Super, super smart. If you ever want to know a whole bunch of stuff about something you didn't care about, this is the dude you really want to talk to. I would fight that, but that's an accurate statement. Actually, he's a really cool dude. I have a hard time telling if you're... I know if a dude is ugly, but I can't tell... Can you look at a dude and be like, that dude look good? Like, can you do that? Uh, to a point. I mean, there's certain people who are classically handsome, like Cary Grant is classically handsome. Cary, that's a girl. Oh, boy. 
you know what? Never mind. The ladies out there who know who Cary Grant is know who Cary Grant is. He's one of those that's considered classically handsome along with John Stamos and a couple other people. Wait, do you have his know. tattoo on your back? No, I don't. I have no tattoos. See. That, oh, Akeel. so you put up a picture Akeel 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 of Cary Grant. Like, even as an old man, he's just considered to be classically handsome. Uh, okay. Who's a black handsome person? <laughs> I don't know. Eddie Griffin was ranked as a handsome Eddie person. Eddie Griffin? Yeah, Eddie Griffin. Like, cause just Eddie cause, Griffin? Yeah, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin? Like the comedian? Comedi- yeah, Eddie the Griffin? comedian, yeah. Just because Eddie of the, Griffin. Just because of his facial structure and how Eddie, it, and Eddie his Griffin? smile and everything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you sure? Also, Denzel Washington is easily okay, top. Okay, start with there. Denzel. You start can't Denzel. jump to Eddie Griffin? Yeah. It has Ed- a lot to do with the <laughs> facial symmetry. There's a, there's Listen, a facial symmetry there. But, like, I need you to not be driving and pull up a picture Eddie Griffin. Hilarious dude. I think you got the wrong guy, Nick. You blended two people. Nope. You got Eddie Murphy mixed with, nope. with somebody. Uh, this, look it. Show him a picture. Is this no, who you're talking about right here? Look, she got the picture up. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, my. The reason why is like, like if you see his facial structure, just because it's very symmetrical, but he also has a really big smile, a really great smile. And that's What's what the other dude who looked like Eddie Griffin, who's a rapper? What's his name? Who's a rapper? He's a rapper. He got a really weird name. Oh, All rappers right. have really weird names. That's I've yet true. to actually legitimately been in class with somebody named Little T. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you got kicked out of school. We just went through that. Homeschool don't count. Little T not going to show up at your house. So what's his name? My daughter used to think he was cute. And I'd be like, what has happened? You got the long dreads with the gold teeth. Oh, Lil John. No. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. He looked like a no. 1990 like Lil a Wayne. A gremlin. Yeah, I will agree with Akilah on that. Lil Wayne looks, does look like a little gremlin. Lil Wayne and Eddie Griffin is the same person. So no, you don't even like know? if you look at it, Lil Wayne's eyes, his eyes are a little bit more sunken and a little well, bit more baggy. It looks like there's a lot a more alcohol question. use and drug use there. Here's a great question. If you think that Eddie Griffin is attractive, and hey, you're, you're entitled to your own. You just, oh, I don't think he's attractive. Don't. I just think there's a certain line you of classification. He's attractive. So if, you, if that's oh, your quality of attractive, let me ask this question. Am I handsome? I'm going to knock the mic. I got to readjust my mic over there. I just want to know, am I handsome? Well, you're married and you have several kids. I think you've answered your own no, question. No, 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 no. I want to know, in your opinion, if I'm handsome or not. I will say again, you're married. You have five kids. <sighs> that don't mean anything. I just It I, means that the most important... Here's it doesn't point. matter what I think. I would prefer the, that you think I'm ugly. Because the thing that, is... That, in turn, means I don't look like Eddie, Eddie Griffin. Griffin. By the way, Eddie Griffin, hilarious comedian. Yeah. If you don't have any kids around, you should listen to some of his content. It's like, like he has some funny stuff. Yeah, like Dave Chappelle is also a really, really great comedian. That guy's just brilliant. Is he handsome? I don't know. He's put on a lot of weight. Like him in his younger years. <laughs> him, him in his younger Why years. Why are you noticing how much weight he put on? This well, just like you can tell really, really, really weird. Where are we going with this, Hawk? Adoptive parents is where we're supposed to be at somehow. Yeah, we are. We are. Wow. We've learned a lot in doing our research about adoptive parents. And we actually have an adoptive parent we're going to be talking to. Sweet. Oh, the non-sponsor sponsor, dude. Non-sponsor sponsor. What in the world? Yeah. Oops. Uh, you're supposed to keep us on track. Like, if we miss something, you got to be the one to tell us. Oh, okay. We have a visual aid over here. I did not notice we that. We got a visual aid. It's a chart. It's a chart. Oh, of what I won't color to be, but it's a chart. All right. Cool. So, non-sponsor sponsor. I bet you don't yes. know who the non-sponsor sponsor is. Last I checked, it was either Embrace Grace or a Red Blueprint, but I have a feeling mm. that those are both not the case. It's this not Embrace time. Grace, not this time. Okay. So, what's your guess? Uh, I got nothing. Come on, man. You already just said the second Stugats. one. Stugats. Nothing. Boom. Who's our second sponsor? We use a lot. Come on, do red blueprint. Red yes. blueprint. My gosh, I'm tongue tied. Red blueprint. That is correct. Yes. However, they got a new name. Is it Pete's Submarines? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you wrote that before you got here, didn't you, buddy? That's a good one. Is it Pete's Submarines? That's from. 
the last episode. This is episode 18, so you figure out which one that, that joke was from. <laughs> Our non-sponsor sponsor, actually, Red Blueprint changed their name. Mm-hmm. They're doing business as... Cool. Funny for the Forgotten. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Pretty dope. Explains yeah. it all. It's better yes, it to be does. clear than clever, yet that is clever at the same time. Yes. Do you like that one? Yes, I do. Now I'm concerned. Why? Because you also thought Eddie, Eddie Griffin was attractive. Was, that's what it's all going to boil down to. I'm not saying he's not attractive, by the way. Eddie, if you're listening, dude, I'm so happy for you and stuff. I just had never heard another man refer to you as handsome. Or myself. I've never had another mm-hmm. guy say to me, dude, you're pretty handsome. No, it's which never is, happened for me. Cool. I usually just get the old ladies, oh, you're so cute. I was like, oh, well, that's kind of like a mob compliment. No mother has an ugly child. Uh, actually. No, Rephrase, in her stuff. eyes. No, 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 no. My mom's, I think I mentioned this before. I'm like 20. Mm-hmm. Right. My mom is the nicest person you'll ever meet. Ever. It's not just me saying that because she gave birth or whatever and it was all warm or whatever. My mom is dope, but she said to me, I'm like 22 years old. And she said, You're so handsome. Oh, you're so handsome now. I was like, Now? <laughs> <laughs> She's at it now. I was like, What are you talking no. about? She said, Well, when you were a baby, you were kind of, you were. And then she stopped, <laughs> which made it worse. I was like, I was what? She was like, uh, it My wasn't. mom said that too. Your mom said that about me? About me? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I'm realize like, they no. went that far back. Dang. My mom sent you pictures? Your mom said that about you? Mm-hmm. Wow, really? Yep, and all my siblings. She said we all came out looking ugly. It's true. Babies are really ugly. Most babies are really ugly. Mm. I have a picture of a friend who's Something. probably listening to this podcast. So I'm not going to say his name, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> but this dude posted a picture. Not his recent baby. His recent yeah. baby was beautiful yeah but there was one picture i think he wished he would have unposted yeah i don't know if i showed that to you guys before i'm just gonna say it. anyway yo so before we get on the phone with our guests don't forget if you want to give money if you want to help out funny for the forgotten just go to funny and you can find out how we deliver funny for those people who've been forgotten yeah whether they're in prison or homeless shelters, or uh, there was another Abused one. women's facilities and yes, stuff like that. Yes, that's true, but there's another one. Uh, Halfway uh, houses? Yep, them too, but I forgot. Uh, what's the last Juvie. one? Juvie. <laughs> I forgot. My house? <laughs> I feel like this is a setup to dog it's me for something. It's funny for the forgotten, for dude. The forgotten. That's why I, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Well, I'm getting way too analytical on this, <laughs> yeah, my goodness. Yeah, you are just a little too serious about these. So you guys know when it comes to being adoptive or adopted, there are 135,000 children adopted annually just in the United States. Did you know that? No, I did not. I know. You almost think, wow, that's awesome. But at the same time, you're like, snap. That means- There's a lot more that haven't been adopted. Well, no. You don't know that unless you know the actual number. Like, you got to have a real number in order to know that's not- no. well, I mean, just in my head. Oh, yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to go by information and statistics yeah. and things that I've read before. We don't live in your head, Nick. No, nobody does. Okay. What statistic have you heard before? <laughs> I can't remember. I think it's close to like one in nine or one in 10 is actually adopted. One in nine? Yeah. Oh, or something so that, like that would make this number 135,000 yeah. times. So if it's 135,000, yeah, that many more have not. <laughs> <laughs> nine times that. How would, many more? I can't oh, remember. Awesome. Or not adopted. So here's the, the sad system. part for me with this number is that means that there's that many children who need to be adopted. Yeah. Which is a little disheartening. But I think adoption is a beautiful thing. We're going to no. find out when we talk to her shortly. Oh, here's yeah. another little fun fact. Yeah. Is right now there's some 107,000 eligible children waiting to be adopted. They're sitting in foster care right now yeah. in America. In America, and seven thousand more yeah. than yeah. more. I'm than. sorry, more than. Apparently, you just got a text or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New update. 
didn't realize Aquila was so on top of this whole yeah, adoptive yeah, parent yeah, thing. Yeah. Good thing parents don't just give up their kids because they're ugly. Because me and Aquila would <laughs> probably not be. <laughs> we would there'd be a hundred seven thousand and two. All right, well let's dig in with these next ones. We're gonna go. What, what's her name? Marla. Marla. Cool. We're about to get on the phone with Marla. Hello, Marla. Hi. How are you? I am doing well. How are you doing this morning? Fabulous. Great. Amazing. Tremendous. This is Michael Fabulous. Jr. And we're here with tech guy Nick. Howdy. Okay. Well, hi, Michael and Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you a big fan of our podcast? I am she actually too long. into your podcast, but I've heard great things about it from Akila, and I love all the topics and things that you guys talk about. I'm not sure if we should take this call. She doesn't listen. Yeah, I don't know if we should be talking. About this. Do we know anybody else? Who doesn't? I, don't, no, I, don't I know a couple people. Wait, she can, I didn't mute it. She can hear us. Oops. Hey, you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just a little bit of Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've heard some great things about you, too. So hopefully you'll start listening to the podcast. If you don't, that's okay. I mean, you got stuff to do. You got a bunch of kids and stuff. So tell us your story. Yeah. So, I mean, my story starts like everyone else. I fell in love, get married, all the happy things. And then wait, 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 wait. I'm talking too fast for Nick, you. Nick doesn't have that story. Nick doesn't have that story? No. Okay. So my he husband He fell in love. I, Let me say, he fell in love. But it stopped right there. <laughs> yeah. So, There's a crashing um, and a burning, we, a little bit of that. Y'all are a trip. But we <laughs> met at a camp called Kids Across America. It's in Missouri. And we got married, I think, a year and a half later. We were a long-distance relationship. And then we both ended up living in Branch, Missouri when we first got married and continued to work at that camp. And then things kind of turned south, Hell, what seemed like it turned south. So he ended up losing his job and we didn't know where we were going. But also at the same time, we were braced with a situation. My sister, she passed away the end of 2017. But right before that, she was struggling with a mental illness called bipolar disorder. And she would have good times and then bad times. And she had three kids, so I had three nephews at the time and they were taken into the foster system because she was just very mentally unstable they weren't in school so they had to go to the foster system before she yeah. passed away yes okay they did so and this then, is and about then where were you guys at in your relationship you and your for sure husband. yeah i was about to touch on that so we got married in april of 2017 so fast forward about four months four or five months this is now september i want to say so they were taken into the foster system around then, and we were also in limbo. So what are we going to do? Where are we going to move? And so at the time, we were thinking about moving to Texas, back to somewhere in Oklahoma, and we landed on moving back to where I went to college, Norman, Oklahoma. I went to University of Oklahoma. So we decided to find a little duplex there. We sold everything so that way we could make room for the kids because we were the first family that said yes. And so a lot of other family members couldn't do it for various reasons and we said yes and, and how, time, how old were the kids you were going to yes adopt? they were whew, two wait 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 that Ooh. little who right there <laughs> that's very telling that's pretty years, telling right there <laughs> that is pretty <laughs> doggone telling what, what happened uh, two, yeah seven and eight two seven eight Ooh. so that's just imagine i see the you're oof. married for about five months at the time you say yes to taking in a two seven or eight year old boys Ooh. great kids my sister was a great mom great mom she just had her moments of difficulty and life happens and so they're taken in the foster system and at the same time we are trying to become foster parents while moving to oklahoma and trying to find a place to stay 
and getting our home approved. And I remember when we finally moved to Norman and our caseworker who did our home study, she was like, do you have three beds? And we're like, no, we don't got three beds. We just moved here. So we went through a lot of hoops and a lot of different things to be able to get the kids. We were in between jobs. It was literally a stroke of God for us to be able to get approved as foster parents to be able to get them mm-hmm. when we did. So, so you said that was in 2017 and now you guys are mm-hmm. where, where do you live now? What's so, the scenario now? Yeah. So just wrap that up. We didn't get the kids until after my sister had passed away. So she never showed up to visitation. She passed away the day after Christmas. And then we get the kids. We have to tell them the same day that she passed away. We went to her funeral three days later. So wow. that was a very long first year and a wow. half maybe Ouch. two years of therapy, grieving, you know, it's my sister, they're my nephews. And it took about two years for us to be able to adopt them. So a year ago, October of 2019, it's 2020 right now, 2019, we finally were able to adopt them two and a half years later. And at the same time, I had just gotten pregnant. So we had adoption and then- Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. So you guys were really, really busy. You were moving, trying to find yeah, a place to live. Like we, and you're focused on the kids too, but you took a break <laughs> for a little bit. We took a hard break, hard pause. Yeah. Yeah, you no, took, no, a no. Break. <laughs> took a break. <laughs> yeah. Took a hard break. Yeah. Took a break. Took a break. So, I mean, we were technically foster parents. So, at any time we could have been fostering other kids, we possibly were going to take in a set of twins who were two right before our adoption. So, we were still foster parents. We have caseworkers coming in and out of our home. We have therapy visits to go to court every 30 to 60 days. So it was a long process to become their parents. And so I look now, now there are kids. I mean, when you adopt, you get your own birth certificate. I don't see them as my nephews anymore. They're my sons. Mm -hmm. I have three sons, 11, 10 and five and a daughter who's eight months. And so it's been a long road. We still have ups and downs August to December right now. It's really hard for us because it's the time when they were taken from her, never to see her again. And day after Christmas, two days after Christmas, you find out she's gone. And so it's just hard for all of us around now, but we find ways to remember her. We celebrate her birthday, mm-hmm. Mother's Day. We find ways to include her in all the things. Her picture's all over our home with all of the kids. So we find ways to include her, but also there are children now. And so mm-hmm. we became instant parents. That movie, Instant Family, we're that family. Oh, um, yeah. so, I, didn't <laughs> I don't know if movie. any of y'all have seen it. You should watch it. Oh. But your house is a madhouse and you don't know what you're doing and you doubt it. But, hey, so you know. How is it this time of year? Yeah, how's this time of year for you? This time of year, it's three years later and kids are resilient. So the older they get and the farther away we get from the initial situation the easier it is and so christmas we still wrap presents for her we make a cake for her to remember her but i mean it's a lot easier for us and so the grieving is not as hard we still have all of our christmas traditions that we have as a family we carry on traditions that they have with their mom but it's a lot easier now three years later than it was in 2017 so wow we feel more of like a family. And again, they're just my son. I don't even remember life before having them as our kids. So wow, it's that a is so cool. A lot better. Yeah. Dang. That is really, really cool. So listen, if somebody was thinking about maybe fostering or adopting or in Nick's case, his parents were actually, they wanted to put themselves up for adoption. And just <laughs> wow. At the house. I don't know. If, did you? That's this is not, news to me. That's not public, is it? Oh, no. I talked to Gail the other day. She did. She did. <laughs> you did your radio voice talking about my mom. My gosh. 
Wow. So what advice, if somebody is on the edge and they're thinking about maybe fostering or maybe what was that thing that pushed you over? I mean, aside from, because everybody won't have a sister who's going through this, but what is that thing that really, regardless if it's a relative, what is that thing that you feel like pushed you over the edge to say, I'm going to do this and it's going to be amazing, even though circumstances aren't. Yeah, my husband and I, even before this all happened, before we even married, we both knew we wanted to foster and adopt. But I think in that moment, ours wasn't a conscious decision. Today, we're going to apply to be a foster parent or we're going to apply to adopt a kid. But I have multiple friends and families who have done that and gone down that road. And I definitely think you're going to have peace about it, but you're definitely going to be afraid and discouraged. For fostering, it's a little bit different. You don't know what age you're going to get. You don't know what circumstances you're going to get with that child. And so I definitely say do your research and be prepared. And also with adoption, if it's not an infant, you don't know what age you're going to get. You don't know what circumstances you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Um, So do your research and be prepared, whether it's internationally or domestic. But ultimately, just take the leap. If you're considering it, take the leap. And honestly, every single time, I have never seen a situation where all the things don't work out together, where all the resources aren't provided. The village isn't provided. Every single time, people are there to help you. People are there to support you. Monetary or physical needs will be there for you to get through the process. And so it's day by day. It's terrifying. But (laughs) courage comes in the midst of fear sometimes. And so your bravery and your courage will carry you through. All of these unknowns that come with fostering and adopting. And it's beautiful. And you'll be like, man, I can't believe I did this, but I'm so glad I did. That is so great. You know, there's actually a statistic that says 41% of adoptions take place within their family. Yep. You know, by relatives, which is awesome. It which is, is really Step cool. Up. I don't know, 41%. Also found out in America, in some states, like this is true, right? This I, is true. This is true. Mm-hmm. I had to say it because we won't. You can actually adopt an adult. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Wait, huh. did, did you know that? I actually know a, a family who has done that. Um, wow. And they're dear friends of mine. She actually was huh. a foster kid. She aged out. She ran away. She came back. And they now take care of her. She came back because she was pregnant. And so they now help her. They take care of her. They've taken That's her like into a her home. double adoption. One of their own. That's yeah. like double a adoption. double adoption. It's like they're a, like grandparents. Exactly. They kids. Oh, so, that uh, is great. But they adopted her. And they still help her. And they love on her. And she's 19. So she's technically an adult. An adult. But... You wow. can do that. Mm-hmm. And because the beauty about adoption is uh-huh. you can have a physical child that you have, a natural child. That's great. They're automatically engraved into your family, into all of your rights. But with adoption, you give them your name. You say, I choose you to be a part of everything that we have. And so adult or child, you're wow. telling that child, that person, that they're worthy they're of being a part of your family, of having a home, of having people for them, and having wow. access to all the things that they didn't have before so yeah. Marla, listen, so. first of all, I'm just learning that you're going to even adopt an adult and you already got information on this. So I need you to just hear me out for a second. You're in a good place where you can kind of relax a little bit and not, you don't feel like we're not in a rush, right? Oh, no. Okay, good. cool. So because you understand this adoption, if you're so close to it and you understand adopting. Well, so I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a sinking feeling here. That just happened to me too. I feel so you. hear me out. He's six, seven. <laughs> and here it is. Oh my gosh. He's six, seven. He's pretty well groomed. 
right? <laughs> pretty well, wow. pretty well groomed. He uh, thirty one, two hundred fifteen pounds. Thirty one, white guy. So Italian, we've been trying to around. we've been trying to see if we could get just gonna try like and put a, me up for adoption, a girlfriend adoption. But there's no takers right now. So I'm wow. wondering if because you take care of kids so skilled well, skilled in audio, skilled in music. <laughs> yeah, do you remember good that producer, remember good that writer with the big red dog? What was it called? Clifford. 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 It'd be kind of like having a Clifford around. <laughs> Great, so I'm a giant red dog. Thank thank you. (laughs) Wow. Nothing else. If the listeners can't tell by now, we never really talk about what the nationality of our guests at all, but there's a couple tail signs. But before we know, let let me see if Nick knows, because a lot of times my white friends have a hard time telling what nationality or what race somebody. He think you black. Tell him. Tell him. I can tell him? Mm Mm-hmm. I am black. Ah, <laughs> you should have fun with it. You should have been Asian. It would have been awesome. You should have just said, I am black. That's not even oh an Asian accent. Well, well, listen, we think you're amazing for what you've done for goodness. those kids. That is so powerful. And mm-hmm. there's people listening right now who may be on the fence of saying, man, can I do this? Listen, listen to what Marla said. Even if you don't have enough, you're not enough is going to be more than enough. Like God is going to sure. make up for all of that. Listen, her husband lost his job. And then they said, hey, this is this is something we got to do. We got to step up. They literally didn't even have a location. And then they still stepped up and got into exactly where they were and completely mm-hmm. has delivered. This yeah. is so powerful. You gave us some phenomenal stuff. Any closing remarks you want to give our listeners who may be on the edge or thinking about adoption or maybe about a foster child who's been adopted and they feel like, man, this is crappy or whatever the case is. Like anything you want to say to anybody because... You deserve yeah, for sure. Advice. With fostering and adopting, it definitely is a big choice that you make. And whether you don't have a family already with kids or you do, you really are on edge. You're still like, oh, I don't know. I definitely encourage you to get involved in some way, whether that is being a part of an organization that provides clothes for foster families because you get kids sometimes in the middle of the night or sometimes it's partnering with a church and being able to donate in the toy drive or in a service where you take foster families to and fro or you're an advocate for kids. There's so many ways to get involved outside of physically taking in a child or adopting for a child. If you really are on edge, you can look in that avenue. But if you really do feel called to adopt or foster a child, I encourage you to do so. Take the leap because if you say you feel called, then obviously you need to do it. And so Boom. it's day by day, mm-hmm. step at a time, and then gradually you'll see a little while, look how far we've come. And so I definitely encourage you to take the leap because you're already halfway there. You're um, there. You can so do it. For sure. Yeah. You're already halfway there. So just go ahead. Just go ahead. Do it. And Nick's email address is, what's your email address, Nick? So people know it. No. Techwife at michaeljr.com. Tech at michaeljr.com. Techwife or tech parents, actually, because he needs no. some assistance. Marla, wow. you are awesome. We so appreciate you. Thanks for digging in the way you've dug in. We really, really appreciate your story. is amazing. Thank you. Give Thank a round of so applause, much. everybody. Give a round of applause. Yeah. Thank we, you. We're going to edit those applause in later. So <laughs> <laughs> sound great. Anyway, you're awesome. Thank you so very much. We appreciate you. You're welcome. All right. All right. All right. Yo, that was doggone awesome. What'd you learn, Nick? What'd you learn from that? Awesome. That, that once again, it looks like you're trying to get rid of me. <laughs> no, you know, honestly, you could just write me off like they do in MASH, you no, know, just send me home and, and then. I need you. Yeah. Hey, remember that song? There's a song called Need You to Survive. Have you ever listened to that song? I need you to survive. You remember that song? I don't think I got that one, no. 
Uh, no. Put a song up since Dookie heard that song. Okay. You've never heard a song? No. Ah, damn, boom. Oh, I probably heard gum, it. Gum, I just can't boom. remember it. See, when you try to boom, when you try to hum songs or sing them back, hey. it sounds nothing like the actual gum, song. Boom. This is it. It's the, it's the black version. You know what it sounds like? You got your computer on black. Uh, can you need to... <laughs> Nick, pull it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Nick, you just, on your phone, just pull the song up. And let's see what it sounds like on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it by? Is it Kyle Walker? No, 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 no. Oh. No, just pull up the song. Don't pull up the author. I need you to survive. Yeah, just pull up the song on your phone. Don't pull up cool. the... Okay, now let's hear what we got. Hold on, we got an ad coming first because it's going to be ridiculous. So wait for it. Did you put in Hezekiah or would you put No, in? I just put in I need you to survive. Okay, let's hear what it's his version. Slow, slow. Let me see. A lot of setup, isn't it? Oh, come on. Wait for it. This is slow. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, let's skip ahead. <laughs> okay, let me hear it. Here it come right now. They're going to say it. It's not yet? Why did it take us so long to get to the park? Oh, See, you guys are missing Akila doing all the motions to it. <laughs> the best part would be if she's doing this in sign language. Here it comes. I need to survive. Boom. All right, cool. Stop right there. Here's the thing. That's a great song, right? Yeah. But when I hear it, I hear so many different things. Like, I hear... That somebody was choking and the dude came over and need him to need get the thing out yeah. and he need him to survive. Or I... Wait, he needs the other person or the person took their knee? He took and the knee and hit he, him in the stomach okay. so he wouldn't choke so he could survive. Okay, cool. Or... Uh, <laughs> Just so they don't have pointy or knees. I need you yeah. to survive. Mm-hmm. Or I need you to survive. You see what's going on in my head right now? No. Okay. Well, here's the point. The point is... We should probably wrap this thing up. Foster kids we, we need should you. foster kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's what I really like about this story. I'm actually called this the off-the-cuff moment, even though the podcast is now called Funny How Life Works, just because I want to pay tribute to off-the-cuff. So I'm going to go off-the-cuff on a moment that took place today. And the moment I yeah. want to go off-the-cuff on is, did you notice how their new mom, she's not forgetting the fact that she had a sister yeah. and that they had another mom, yeah. but she also made a determination that instead of letting this season be so hard, that they're actually doing new things. They're celebrating with a cake. Mm-hmm. They're laughing. They're having a good time. They're opening gifts. It's almost like she redefined that moment. Yeah. Is there any moments in your life as a listener right now that you need to redefine? Because every time something happens, you write a story. Anytime something happens, it's not negative or positive until you start writing the story about it. So I have a friend whose parents were very abusive and he has determined instead of just sitting in the fact that his parents were abusive, he decided that what he's going to do, he recognized that there's no way he's a great writer, awesome writer. He realized there's no way he could be as powerful of a writer had not his parents been the way that they were. They set him up to be able to communicate with more passion than any other time 
any other way. So if not for them and honoring his parents, he realizes that he fully is the great writer he is, even with music, because of what he's been through. You can look at life as if life did something to you or life did something for you. And I can tell this mom has decided that she's going to turn it around for these kids in a significant way. Mm -hmm. In what area can you do the same thing? How can you redefine something that took place in your life to make it even better? I'm Michael Jr. For Ridiculous, it's funny how life works. Hey, don't forget, you guys can also become a Patreon, or as we call them, an opener, simply by making a decision to support us, right, Nick? Absolutely. You can support this podcast, do like $5 a month, or you do $5,000 a month. You just got to call in and make it directly to my account if you want to. <laughs> but yeah, anything at all, that'll be pretty doggone awesome. We really would appreciate that. Or if you become a opener on Patreon at the $97 a month level, you actually get some really cool things. You get access to the voicemail. Mm-hmm. You get access to some episodes you wouldn't have had otherwise. And yep. you get a free course. We have a course called Funny How Life Works, where we use comedy to teach you how life works, but it's more intense and it's really cool. So Funny How Life Works, that's how you get down. We so appreciate you. Yo, coming up next week, we should tell them. Julie? We, we're going to do episode 17 next week. Yeah. So excited about a that. tribute. Going to see you out there. Mm-hmm. Deuces. Deuces.